Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3-0 Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 346. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Yo. What's up, what's up, what's up? All right, so breaking news. Well, it's not really breaking news. It's more of a, a heads up. It's more of an alert. Um, last week, as I was sitting here in my office slash studio, which, by the way, don't even have a name for this yet. So if people want to throw out some names for yeah, the Pilot like Studio that. office, I'm, I'm here for some name entries. Um, but I was sitting here last week, and I don't... Was this while we were recording? No, this is while I was editing. So this was after last episode on Thursday. You had you had you had gone to do your stuff, and I was I was here recording. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I hear this thing behind me. Oh. And I said, "What is this?" And I looked. I didn't really say anything. Didn't think much of it. I heard it again. It was kind of like a knock, like on the wall. And I'm like, "What is this?" So I turned around and just stayed there and looked. And all of a sudden, I see this wasp in my office. What? In the basement, probably about five to six feet away from my head. Meanwhile, I had just been here recording the entire time. So, turns out, over the course of the last week, there was also another wasp in the mix at some point upstairs. Oh, no. So, we think we may have a wasp problem inside the house, which don't even know how that's a thing. How? I've never heard about that ever i I only thought they stayed outside so i say all that to say that if for some reason a wasp is to arrive or appear during the recording of this episode i may or may not be upstairs did how did you react oh i bolted i bolted there was no there was no like let me see if i can give him my best shot here i was like now this is your office now yeah i don't i don't I don't occupy this place anymore. It's all you, Waspy. All I mean, you. I ended up killing him. So oh. I did have my day in the sun. Uh, rolled, I, up, rolled up magazine or what'd you no, do? No. So apparently you can get them with some water, some warm water and some dish soap. You make a little concoction there. And, and so just, he, they're attracted to it? Far from it, actually. They just, they, they keel over and die. Upon oh. impact. So I was going downstairs over the weekend and You're just launching a glass of, of I, I dish saw, soap water. I into let the me air. get to it. Let me get to it. So I'm going down the stairs. I get halfway down the stairs. I realize there's something like black down at the base of the like at the landing. Yeah. I said, That's that's not usually there. Yeah. I get a little closer, realize it's a wasp. So I bolt upstairs. I do what any rat like any reasonable person would do. I go upstairs, put a hoodie on, put a hat on put socks on, put gloves on, put pants on because I'm not trying to get stung. And then I go into the kitchen, make my little concoction. I go halfway down the stairs and I, I, I launch the water. It just yeah. goes everywhere, hits him, drowns him. He's done. I put wow. a little five pound, little five pound weight on him just to make sure he was gone. Wow. And that was that. See, I have this fear that like, and, and you can pretty much, you can, you can throw like spiders and wasps into that. Like, bees any kind of bug that just means me harm scorpions especially 
I have a fear that if I lose sight of them, I don't, I don't like that anxiety of coming back and them not being in the same spot. Cause then I go like full Jack Bauer mode and I'm like, I'll blow this house up. I don't care. Not worried about anything else. I just need to end this little thing's life. So good for you for being brave enough to, to leave and get prepared. I would have figured it out on the fly. I think. I yeah. It, it's a risk I was willing to take. I, I, yeah. I wasn't, I didn't want to live in, in that fear anymore. And I just had to do something about it. It's good for you. Thank it's good you. for you. Thank you. What about you? What do you got? I had a good little weekend. I gotta be honest. Good little weekend. As you can tell, I am sick, but outside of that, um, I will say you, you hold your congestion better than I do because for those listening, I was sick both episodes last week, and I just sound. I just. Sound I awful. don't know. I don't know how good this sounds. I or, sound <clears throat> awful. Yeah. So I apologize for any throat clearing, sniffling, nose blowing occurrences. But, um, your boy entered into a little pool for the Masters this weekend, and your boy took the dub. Oh, yeah. And what did that entail? It was a $25 buy-in and uh it's just a bunch of bunch of old dudes. It was it was like Paige's dad's group of friends that um I was in their fantasy football like postseason pool last uh last season and so I like automatically got included into this Masters invite. So you had to choose like four golfers and then just like the lowest score wins. So all of their scores combined. Um, and out of 38 guys, your boy took the dub $25 buy-in. So after the, the website fees, I made 912 bucks. Oh my God. Are you for real? Let's go. So obviously I have to buy something irrationally now. And of I've course, my... because that's money you didn't have prior <laughs> exactly. to this weekend. That's so. what Paige is like, just save it. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. No, you can't, you can't save. I mean, I'll save most of it, but you can't just save. You have to get something. So here's my idea. In honor of John Rom winning, being an ASU alum, obviously I'm out in Arizona. I had the idea that I'm going to make an irrational purchase right now. Right now, on this right recording? now, because I think I know what I'm gonna get. I saw the, I saw the Cooperstown Jeter jersey on Fanatics. Ooh. No, no free ads, but it was like thirty bucks, like discounted. I think it's like sixty bucks. So, are, you talk, are we talking mesh here? Or no, no? Yeah. Are you talking the, the road blue mesh? One? The, the blue, blue mesh. mesh. Yeah, yeah, that's like the old BP ones. Yeah. That's the yeah. one I got for the for the socks. I'm trying to flip yeah. it though. It's too. It's gotten too small now. Your boys put on some some pounds. Yeah, it's put on the lbs. It's, it's how it, it was. Goes. It was small when I got it. To be fair, but anyway, that's a that's a good that's a good. Pick. So I, I think that's my purchase. But while I'm making that purchase, got the wallet right here. While I'm making that purchase, I have a little game for you. Oh, okay. So in honor again they of came John prepared. Rom, yeah, in honor of John Rom being the the winner. I have challenged you to name. If it's golf, I'm not. Uh, name MLB alums from ASU. MLB ASU alums. 
I set the number at six and a half. Wait, pump the brakes. Where? What is the correlation between ASU and a Jeter jersey? Nothing. But this is more in the honor of, of John Rom. I'm making my purchase individually. Separate okay. of this. But I thought there was some... I figured while I'm doing this, I'd like to see you try and name at least seven. At least I set seven. it at six and a half. Okay. You were just here. You I was saw just retired here. And we, numbers. Do, we saw the retired numbers, but as you recall, and this didn't make the, the vlog that we put out from that trip, but we thought we knew 90% of the names based on the number and name alone. And then you get up and realize that this it is was also just a, true. It was just a bunch of dudes with the same, coincidentally, the same last name as guys we thought they were. This is also true. Just a bunch so, of randos. No research. All right. Let's I go. I set the number at six and a half. So I'm going to take the under. I genuinely think it's the under, but. That's fair. All right. Ooh, short sleeve hoodie. All right, so we that's, got... That's my weakness. We got Pedroia. Okay. That's one. We got Bonds. That's two. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Because I, I knew those would be the first two, and I think you're going to well, struggle from here on out. The third? Um, yeah. There it is right there. Yeah, that's money. Right? That's funny. Six, 67 bucks? What a deal. Uh, no, I just had it. Oh, they don't have my size. That's too bad. Gotta go go to Fans else. Edge. No free ads. Check out Fans Edge. It's it's the same inventory, but they have di uh, different sizes. Let me check and on this Mo one real quick. Different prices. Pedroia, Bonds. Uh, I'm getting the Mo one. Bloomquist? No. Why he's, am I... he's managing now. I don't know if he's I don't know if he played there or not. Should we look that up? I think I, I had I had the list. No, no, no. You can't look it up. <clears throat> I'm gonna look it up. What I'm looking up Willie Bloomquist. It's a guy I've already said. Played college baseball at Arizona State. Yeah, boom. All there's right. three. All right, that's three. Four, Brett Wallace. Oh, there it is. That's four. Friend of the pod. Five. I'm not even gonna try because I you're I have to get three more and I'm I maybe would get one. That's four. I'm gonna give you a hint. Why does old rude come to mind? It wasn't old rude, was it? I don't think so. No. Give me a hint. And then we gotta we gotta get a move on here. One of the guys behind me on my wall. Uh, Lou Gehrig. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Reggie Jackson. There it is. Bam. That's that's it. That's five. Uh, yeah. That's all I got, dude. Uh, well. Ike Davis was there when Brett was. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Now the scoreboard's coming back to. And back to a mind. current big leaguer, Spencer Torkelson. Of course, dude. I yeah. I literally heard that today. I heard yeah. it today. Yeah. 
And I can't even recall that. That's Come on now. That's a disappointment. Yeah. All right. So I, I got four. Yeah. I I had a feeling on I I I felt good about the under there. <clears throat> that's fine. Yeah. Did you make your purchase? No, because they they're out of my size. So now I have to pivot. So I guess I'll do it later. That's all right. Oh well. The intent was there. Um yeah. all right, so we got a voicemail. Do we want to do that first? Yeah, it's uh do we? <laughs> no, but we we have to because this is what we tell the people. They say we say if you want to leave a voicemail, we'll play it. All I right. mean, within reason, and this yeah. is within reason. All right. It's not 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 my favorite voicemail, I'll say that, but all right. Enough enough of the build up. Let's just get into it here. Hey guys, greetings from sunny central Florida. I'm going to go off on a bit of a rant here. Uh, just to put it in perspective about the pitch clock, I am not a fan of the pitch clock. I wish it would be revised. I understand it and deal with it. From watching the game, I'm a diehard, lifelong baseball fan. I have three, four, five tattoos, ink on my skin about baseball. Every male in my family for the past 100 years is named after a baseball player. It runs deep. I am a diehard. Kind of enjoying it. The game is quick. I can watch it. I won't distract it. There are positives to it. That's just one person's opinion. I get it. But here's my rant. Stop talking about it. Can we move on? You guys have spent the last four episodes talking nothing but pitch clock. We get it. We get it. There are great things happening in baseball right now. There's a lot of good players going. There's a lot of great teams. There's some good storylines. On your hour episode, you spend the first 20 minutes talking about pitch clock. One-third of every episode, pitch clock. I love you guys, but can we move on? Please? Can we talk some actual baseball? All right. Rant over. We got called I'll, out. I'll, I'll say this, dude. This was not a good weekend for uh, for our, our listeners that we, we thought were kind of on board with us, man. We get we were getting some slander this yeah. weekend. This voicemail yeah. included. I don't, I don't know all of a sudden why it was that uh, people thought it was – time to flip on us but here we are but i mean I, I i i guess he's right i mean we did talk about the pitch clock a lot but to be fair it's arguably one of the most fundamental changes to the game we've seen in the last 75 yeah. years but i mean i teach their own i suppose yeah and look the, i don't mean to, to harp on it the only thing is for me it's like yes it is brand new we've never seen it before we're still figuring things out but the the other thing is, um, I don't know. You and I are in the same camp where I, I'm not someone who likes to overreact after a week of baseball, and and a lot of fans do. And yeah, we can talk um, all current events and things like that, and obviously that's what we'll continue to do. But there, there's only so much I can sink my teeth into right now. You know what I mean? The verdict's still out on everybody on all things, so. Now that it's a little bit deeper, yes, um, yeah, I get it. But I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to continue to bring it back up. It's just it's continued to be a, a topic of discussion across all baseball. So we have to uh, at least, I don't know, mention it. I mean, the D-backs are in first place right now. Do we want to talk about playoff matchups with That's the D-backs? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, there's only so much we can 
we can really sink our teeth into. But um, no, I get it. It's uh, it is Look, what it is. In defense of ourselves, we talked about it after opening day as, as like kind of a re like a reaction to hey, it's now in it's being used in games that matter. Yeah. And then last episode, I believe it was, we talked about multiple ejections, which stemmed from that very pitch clock. So I just yeah, think, that was it, I just think just it was noteworthy. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's, but, it, you know, as it can, it, I think it'll, it'll work its way out of headline discussion because guys are going to continue to get better with it, right? There's going to be less infractions. That's what they're saying so it'll pays out hey i mean if, if we're supposed to stop talking about it i'm not gonna talk about it anymore so <laughs> pitch clock talk is out all right i'm done i'm done i won't talk about it anymore even if even if the the game seven of the world series ends on a pitch clock we're gonna <laughs> talk about whether or not concession sales were up that game <laughs> anyway, looking at the weekend series winners, uh, we're looking at much of what we would expect for the most part. Uh, there were a couple couple series that we'll we'll uh, tap into here in a little bit, but looking at the weekend, you got the Mets taking the series from the Marlins, uh, Twins. Taking the series from the Astros. The Astros Ro- are off to an interesting start. They know. are off to an interesting start. Uh, yeah. Not the as Roy- dominant as we're used to. The Royals surprising a little bit. Um, again, taking a series from the Giants, Cubs. The Rangers, another team, I feel like, off to an interesting start. That's really the best word I can use for a couple They're of putting these putting up teams. runs, for interesting. sure, though. Yeah. Uh, Phillies... Series win over the Reds, Red Sox sweeping the Tigers, Rays sweeping the A's, which we'll certainly get into. Wow. Crazy. I know. It's wild. Mariners taking the dub over the Guardians. Uh, And that was almost a sweep, if I'm not mistaken, because I believe it was yesterday they they had the walk-off win Sunday. Uh, Pirates taking the... uh, Another series that made made headlines, specifically Sunday. Pirates taking the series over the White Sox. Yankees taking the series over the O's. Just continued mashing of baseballs on behalf of the, the Yankees versus Baltimore. Uh, the Brewers taking the series over the Cardinals. D-backs taking the dub over the Dodgers. All right, so you know what? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not much of what we expected. The more, I, the deeper I look at this, uh, Rockies and the Nats have they finished their series or did they I, split? I think they go in to today. Maybe do they go in today? Uh, and then the Jays taking the series over the Angels, and lastly the Padres going into Atlanta, beating up on them a little bit. Uh, Look, I, I've said it before. I don't, I don't like rooting for Atlanta's downfall, but it just feels good, you know. Because again, we have a lot of Braves fans <sighs> to follow us. We yeah, got a lot. There's a lot of chirping going on. 
And when, when you get a team, especially a team that you have picked to go to the World Series, of course, when you have them go in, kind of slap them up a little bit, put them yeah. in their place, just, if, if only but for a series, it feels good. It feels good. It feels real good. Yeah, Soto Bomb. Um, that yeah, that I, game three was was the Hassan Kim and the Nelson Cruz show. Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah. Look, I mean, we talked about, like, the NL East isn't going to be a landslide. You know what I mean? It's going to be tight down the race. Um, and and for the Braves, I mean, they just need to tread water right now. They're not super healthy with the pitching staff. So, like, yeah, that's that's what the Padres are meant to do right now. So, they're a good ball club. And, yeah, World Series picks for a lot of people. I don't think we're in the minority there. I think a lot of people are picking the Padres to go. I know we mentioned it, but as the season carries on, I feel less excited about our our picks. Not from a sense that I think they're wrong, but I just, the more that I look at them, I'm like, we really did not go out on a limb at all this year. At all. With the exception of maybe a couple picks. but At all. Very lukewarm divisional picks. And look, it's just what 2023 presented us like we go into this season or we we go into yeah. each each season with some some thoughts on award picks standings picks and there were just no light bulbs going off at least for me this year and i probably assume for you as well because many of our picks overlapped so going back to the padres thing it's like yeah on paper that seems like a pretty lukewarm pick <laughs> i guess so i don't know I don't. I like. I like. I'm a matchup with the with the Padres and the Mariners. Like that's kind of a sexy pick. So yeah, that I've said that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be too many people in that camp, but yeah, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. I'm trying to be accurate. In the years past, all I admittedly tried to be wild, try to make a splash, and then people hated on me for that. So if you want to hate on me for being vanilla, sorry. I'm just trying to be accurate. Let's go Padres. Let's go Padres. Do you think, <laughs> what do you think the odds are the Padres could meet up with the Rays in the World Series? Because the Rays at this rate. It's going to be a breeze. Just walk right in. They might, they might clinch the division by the All-Star break. It's absurd. So stupid. And I know we talked about it last episode, how it just doesn't make sense, but I think. With each game that passes, we see a little bit more clarity as to why it is like that they do what they do. Yeah. They're pitching. Obviously, their pitching is fantastic. That rotation is disgusting. And it doesn't even have a Tyler Glass now at the moment, which he's going to be making his return. But did we really think that this team had as much pop as they do? That we've seen thus far. I mean, no. I've got some nuggets. I, I figured the hitting would be an issue for sure. Seems to be all right right now. According to Jeff Passan, they the Rays are the first team since 1884 with a run differential of more than 50 over their first nine games of the season. They've scored the most runs, 75, in baseball and allowed the fewest, 18. Their 21 home runs lead lead the big leagues, and they have the fewest strikeouts with 51. They have generated more ground balls and walked fewer hitters 
than any team in the American League. The I got some other nuggets here for you. Not credit to Jeff Passan. The Rays are off to a 9-0 start, the first club to pull that off since the 2003 Kansas City Royals. You, you remember that in those old video games, how the Royals like weren't actually terrible? I don't know if I can name a single 2003 Royal. Let me see here. Let me see how good my re- recall skills are. 2003? Was Sweeney on the 2003 Royals? I think so. Was Mark Grudzelanek on the 2003 Royals? Couldn't tell you. How about this recall? Um, I'm trying to picture the 2005 MVP with Manny on the cover. I'm trying to think of their roster. I do remember those are the vests. Oh, yeah. The the vests with like the black sleeves underneath, right? They used to rock. No, weren't they the black sleeves? Weren't they the black sleeves? Yeah. I mean, the black black vests, like on the road. Didn't they wear those on the road? I don't know. Sweeney was definitely in there, though. Let me see. 2003 Royals opening day roster. Sorry, I know this isn't current events, so I won't spend much time on it. We'll 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 carry on because I know that this tangent probably isn't isn't feeling some people. All right, so we had Michael Tucker, Joe Randa, Mike Sweeney, Raul Ibanez. Oh, young Brandon, That's a young Raul, Brandon Berger, Ken Harvey, Angel Baroa, or no, Angel Baroa. I remember him, and Brett Main. Wow. How about that? 9-0 start. I wonder what that schedule looked like. But, no. I mean, we'd have to dig into all those other teams. But, yeah. And, like, I, I'm i not... Look, the Rays got to do what the Rays got to do. What do you, you can't expect them to lose those games. Like, you play bad teams, you're expected to win. You're doing what you're expected to do. But to have a schedule handed to you like this in a very competitive division... In a division where well, you have to play your your opponents less now, it's like we couldn't space these matchups out at all. I mean, hand the the phrasing handed to them. I don't know if that's the best way to put this it because is a like it's gift, a gift absolutely. But as as mo- as I've seen other people point out. Sure, they're playing garbage teams, but to run the table, like to sweep every one of these teams, you can catch a team on a on a sure on a bad day. They'd yeah. be having a great day. You'd be having an off day, and just things don't line up in your favor. But yeah. here we are, nine and zero. Although I will say, I would almost be willing to go out and and, and put some sort of wager down on this. What kind of wager? The Boston Red Sox will hand the Rays their first loss of the season. Yeah, it's a four-game set. I think I'm pretty confident with that, too. Well, no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because (sighs) I've seen plenty of people saying 
speaking all sorts of noise on the Red Sox saying like, well, enjoy last place. Like we swept the Tigers, but enjoy last place. Yada, yada, yada. You'll be out of the race by May. Okay. Well, if they're so bad, if they're so atrocious and I know camp Popper Kyle is, is coming out again out of the woodworks because I know I've been talking my own noise about Boston from time to time, but defensive here, if they're so bad, then this should be an, especially at home where thousands upon thousands roll out in droves to watch the (laughs) Rays at Tropicana. Apparently if they're so bad, this should be a cakewalk. Am I right or am I wrong? You're wrong because the Red Sox are better than the A's. They are better than the Tigers. They are better than the Nationals. And it's a four-game But they're not better than the Rays. They're not better than the Rays. They're definitely not. All Um, right. Well, how can I make this? How can I make the wager spicier then? And don't say sweep because I'm not saying sweep. I would say they they split or, or win the series. That's a better, that's a bolder take. I'll give them a split. I'll give the Red Sox a split. What I mean, dare dare I say the Red Sox take three or four from the Rays? I mean, game one, you got Pavetta going. So, interesting. When's Rasmussen going? McClanahan goes game two. I don't want to hear that. Eflin goes game three. Springs goes game four. Oh, so we missed Rasmussen. Yeah. Oh, because I guess he went this weekend, didn't he? You know what? I'll... Game one. Game one is is going to be your game, but the other stuff, yeah, I don't know. You know what? Give me but three I... or four. Give me Whoa. three or four. The law of averages. No, 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 no. No. The law of averages, it's... It's science. It's science. And you you can't just keep winning baseball games. You, you just can't. I mean, hey, look, the Red Sox put up 24 in their last three games. So sticks are starting to get hot. They've been playing. They've been playing in cold weather, right? They've been at home in Detroit. So, like, finally they're going indoors. That'll play. Three out of four is generous, especially with the top, basically the top of the rotation. Three out of four, book it. For the for the Rays, but. Book it. I'll give them a split. Three out of four, book it. I don't even care. Yeah. Dude, Maybe. the rate. I'm just, sorry, I'm just looking at these numbers again. They outscored the Rays. Oh, I didn't even finish my nuggets because I got talking about Raul Banez. The Rays, 24 home runs are the most through nine games since the 2000 St. Louis Cardinals. That's a lot. Any chance you can recall anybody from the 2000 St. Louis Cardinals? Uh, Scott Rowland. I would get a... I, I feel like Edgar Renteria. That could be a little early. Uh, Jim Edmonds, maybe if he wasn't an angel at that point. Uh, Chris Carpenter. That's a little early for Chris Carpenter, isn't it? 
have, let me see if I can find the pictures. 2000. I think Mark McGuire was there in 2000. Yeah, I don't see Carpenter on here. Yeah. Here's a hint. Father of a current big leaguer. Uh Uh-oh. Father of a current big leaguer. Oh, Tatis. Yeah. And Renteria was on there. You were right. Renteria? Nice. Jim Edmonds. Daryl Kyle, Ray Langford, Mike Matheny. Mike Matheny. Eric Davis. Scott Rowan was there? No. It doesn't look like it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, he would have been with... uh, Philly? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah, they make it to St. Louis till 03. We got a little Um, trivia going today. Yeah, I love I love some recall. You remember when we interviewed Drew Goodman and I opened up with, "Can you recall the lineup from your first game?" That's Club absurd. With the yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, like nine. I think he was like ninety percent." Yeah, only missed maybe one name. Dude, that's crazy. It. Um, did I did I mention the last? Oh, the last nugget here for the Rays. After outscoring the A's thirty-one to five in a three-game sweep, they are the only club in the live ball era and first since the eighteen eighty-four St. Louis Maroons to win their first nine games by at least four runs. Yeah. Well. Okay. Here's here's what people are wondering, though. When the Rays inevitably come back down to earth, because you can't sustain this, obviously. Obviously. I mean, on a very literal sense, you can't sustain a, a, a thousand winning percentage for the rest of the season. But, like, even even a notch below that, you can't you can't really sustain that. So... To you, what does it look like? What is the the Rays coming back down to earth look like for you? Like, how does that manifest itself? Because we know, we know the pitching is going to be there. I I have a hard time envisioning a scenario where the Rays, at least the rotation falters. Right. So does this just mean that we just see the the lineup go ice cold? Because given the factors, that seems to be the most realistic option here. And again, uh, when I say ice cold, I mean truly ice cold. Because even if what they're doing now drop down a notch or two, you're still winning ball games. Like, sure, you're not out, you're not, you're not world beating everybody. You're not, you're not scoring thirty runs a game, yeah. but you're still winning ball games because that rotation's going to get you those wins, even if you're not scoring twelve runs a game. But in order for them to come back down to earth, I think the only scenario the only likely scenario is that that offense just goes completely ice cold yeah i mean you got you got notoriously streaky guys in here like brandon lau i know he hasn't been fully healthy over the last few seasons but can definitely be up and down um radio rosarena has been known to cool off on this planet i don't know if i see I think one guy I don't see falling off, at least for an extended period of time, is Wander Franco, dude. That guy. I think he's starting to figure it out. Yeah, <sighs> like it. And what's crazy is that, like, he—it's not like he had bad a bad beginning to his career at all. No. 
but I think he is starting to just lock it in and getting a little more comfortable. Yeah. That guy's as advertised. Yeah, 100%. Um, Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's not a ton of depth here. And you have, you have a lot of these other teams dealing with injuries. And I understand that glass now isn't a part of the picture yet, but you came into that season. You came into the season with that already as the plan. You know what I mean? Nothing's gone against plan. Um, so it is a, it is a little bit of that, right? Everybody's healthy and feeling good. So not that I'm wishing anybody to be injured, but this stuff will happen. Something tiny will happen. And you see at this point in the season, like teams will be extra cautious, right? Like with the, the, uh, Verlander issue, right? He was like, if this was October, I'd be pitching. But right now they want me to shut it down and figure it out. So it's probably going to be something of, of that nature coming pretty soon. You know, some oblique pull or some like forearm tightness or something like that. And, and you know, that's just how it goes at this point in the season for everybody. So, yeah, they're going to come back down to earth. They are about to run into a team that's just been bludgeoning the baseball or the Blue Jays. So I think, yeah, they're going to come back down, but it's not going to be, I don't is think that, it's going to be this hard crash where they skid for a week, week and a half, you know? Is that Blue Jays series after they, they drop three or four to the Red Sox? After they split with the Red Sox, yeah. After they take three, four to the Red Sox, or drop three to four to the Red Sox, yeah. <laughs> um, Can we talk about the unfortunate O'Neill Cruz situation? I didn't like any of that. Yeah. The I watched the as many angles as I could from from that scenario. I didn't I didn't like how any of it played out. I didn't like what I thought to be sort of a late slide. I didn't like the the benches clearing. I didn't like how order res, was restored as quickly as it was. It just I don't I'm like, if, if this is going to blow up into something because you feel like your guy has been disrespected here or it was dirty play or something, then like, let's, let's have it out a little bit. To, to me, if you watch that specific angle where it's like O'Neal, O'Neal Cruz is running towards the camera, you can tell that there was some indecision there and he wasn't quite sure. Like, should I go around? Should I keep running through? Is, is the catcher even involved in the play? Because like he's standing straight up, he's standing on the plate. He doesn't have the ball. The throws high. It's all this like weird hesitation. I don't see any intent there on my end. Uh I think the biggest issue I had was that the catcher turns around and starts yelling and chirping at Cruz while he's like laying there dying. And I think that's what Carlos Santana took exception to, right? It's like Back off, dude. My guy's down. Like, I don't care if you, if your shin guard hurts, relax. My guy's like literally broken. So give me a chance, right? So I think that's where things started to escalate. Like, whether the play was dirty or not isn't a part of that. My guy's hurt. Shut up. Go away. And he didn't. So it's like, I don't know. And, and MLB Central, they made a good point. Like, 
catchers are, are almost overly sensitive to any contact now because they're not used to it. You know, we have this new generation that just has, has grown up without having to worry about contact. So even if you do get touched and it's like, you're the one with gear, number one, number two, position yourself better. Number three, expect a better throw out of your, out of your infielder. So I don't know, dude, it's just, it, it's, it's a weird timing. Plays happen. Bodies get in the way, but don't chirp at my guy while he's rolling around in the dirt with a broken ankle. So I fully support Carlos Santana doing what he did, getting in his face. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't see any intent there. And to carry it over into like the post game clubhouse interviews, relax, calm down. No, I mean, am I allowed to be on on both sides here? Like, can I? Sure. Why not? Can I under? Can I understand why? Like the White Sox would maybe be a little peeved at possibly. I mean, you're you're seeing this in real time. You're you're reacting in real time. Like if you're on the other side of the field. Yeah. If you're the White Sox, you're seeing this in real time. It it is late. I think I think we can acknowledge that that's it's a late slide. But let me let me switch camps here. He has an unathletic stance. He's standing there with his feet less than shoulder width apart, and he's just standing there. And then all of a sudden, there's a high throw. So I think O'Neill Cruz went from, "Am I standing up?" or "Oh, he's going for the ball. I got to get out." Well, no, I mean I'm looking at it right now. He he's definitely broader than shoulder width apart, but. He very clearly is going for a high throw. Sure, but I mean, catchers are in in anybody making a play to bag is almost taught to act nonchalant, right? Act like there there isn't a play coming towards them. Sure, because a lot of times that runner will let up for a split second, and then you have a, a higher chance of getting it out. So it's like I think there was a little bit of that as well. I don't. It's just unfortunate. I just I don't think it was an intentional late slide it was i mean the more you the more i watch it it wasn't even a slide dude he just came to he just almost got in like a squatting position and then just all of his weight goes on his ankle oh that is oh i can't watch these things man (laughs) but yeah that's just that's just one of those freak plays and yeah it's kind of like the the uh the first baseman throw up the line, makes contact with the runner. You know, it's like stuff happens. Stuff happens. So try to relax. I'm T I'm team. I'm team pirates on this one. Yeah, and what a tough blow for the pirates right now, because I mean, like we talked about or like I talked about last episode, pirates are on their way to the pennant and to lose yeah, your, I know your shortstop in a, in a, in a hunt for the pennant. That's yeah. So that's tough. 12 weeks. Oh, is that what, it, is that what they came on? Yeah. Said? 10 to 12 well, weeks. Last I saw was fractured ankle. I didn't see a timetable. Yeah. 10 to 12 weeks. And that's like, I'm going to go and assume add another month of of rehab you know baseball activity type stuff 
It's unfortunate. No, young but like, star, young star has I, I, a lot of athleticism, and we, we, I, I hate lower half injuries because the lower half injuries always linger, yeah. always linger, and it can typically create a new issue on the other lower half, like the other parts of your lower half. So, I hate it. And look, I, I know I, I, I joke about the pennant thing, but like on a, on a very real note here, the Pirates, they're trying. They're trying, dude. The momentum is there. Like, did you see? Did you see their home opener? McCutcheon stepping the plate, like, dude. dude, I tweeted out. I was like, Pittsburgh is a baseball town, and yeah, and we've been saying this for years. I don't know how you can look at a video like that and be like, ah, baseball could do with or without them. Like, no, we need the Pirates to be relevant. We need them in the mix, even if they're not winning divisions. We. You need that that organization, that fan base, at least in the mix. Yeah. And to have this happen, it's like, all right, here we go again. It's like, what? It's it's something new every year. It's it's a, a lineup that's constructed horrendously, or it's one of our guys going down, or it's our owner comes out and makes an idiotic comment. Like it's something new every year for this for this team, and I feel for them. Yeah, because you see, like I said, you see their home opener, you see the the good vibes rolling, and then Sunday hits and this happens. Just tough. It is tough. It is tough, and it's. Uh, I don't think we're arguing the fact that like they're. I don't think they're going to be relevant this year, but it's still. It's still a young stud. That baseball is better when you're seeing O'Neill Cruz highlights, seeing ninety seven, ninety eight across the diamond. And then hitting a ball 120 miles an hour. So, yeah, you hate to see that stuff. Whether it's anyone's fault or not, I don't. Probably on O'Neill Cruz. Yeah, dude, like get down. Play at the plate nine times out of 10, you need to be down. So, find that, that sliding spot earlier. That's a typical hook slide scenario right there. You got long legs, long arms, get around the catcher. But no intent to hurt anybody, I don't think. Pirates have a better winning percentage right now than the Braves, the Mets, the Phillies. To the moon. The Diamondbacks, the Padres, the the Dodgers. And that's just the National League. Better winning percentage than the Guardians, than the Angels, than the Rangers, the Astros, the Mariners. To the moon. Let's go, Buckos. I mean, if if we can all, look, it, I'm not I'm not trying to be sarcastic here, but if we're only supposed to talk about current events on this podcast now, then let's let's talk about the standings, shall we? Because right. I just did, and I just shared with you who the Pirates on paper are better than right now. That's that's it's not an overreaction. Just stating the facts. What do we got? Let me see. I just shared it with you. Who the Pirates are better than. Detroit's already out of it. Is AJ Hinch going to get fired this year? No, it won't be a fire, and it'll be a mutual parting of ways. I feel like he's earned that. 
Although some people might might disagree with that, but I think from <laughs> a baseball brilliant standpoint, I, I I feel like he's earned that. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. Brewers look Brewers look pretty. I think they're using Nate Reyes quotes on the bulletin board in the clubhouse because yeah, yeah, Brewers are doing it. It's not for if it wasn't for the Brewers, man, the Pirates would be leading the freaking division. Pirates already have a wild card spot locked up. The season Honestly, ended today. If it wasn't for the Rays, we'd be talking about the Brewers. They have a twenty-five run differential already. Seven and two. But yeah, when you have a plus fifty-seven. You're, yeah, that's like, going to get talked about. Yeah. But you talk about, I mean, they opened against the Cubs, and then they took it to the Mets and the Cardinals. Nate Reyes, bulletin, bulletin board material Big all time. throughout that clubhouse. Big time. It's still ain't scared. Still ain't scared, Milwaukee. Um, Speaking of the teams that uh, the Pirates are better than, the, the Padres and, did I say the Braves? better than the Braves yeah. uh Sunday night baseball not not much to really talk about here but I just want to throw it out there because we alluded to uh Braves fans having a little bit of a down weekend with the Padres in town but just a beat down dude Sunday night baseball 10 to 2 like I mentioned it was the, it was the Hassan Kim and Nelson Cruz show and I saw that what was that stat that Nelson Cruz was like the it's like the oldest. It wasn't. That's it. That's the stat. He's the oldest. He's the oldest. He's the oldest. Yep. It just came on the bottom line during the game. It just said Nelson <laughs> Cruz is the oldest. To do anything. <laughs> to do anything in baseball or otherwise. Just the oldest. Um. Yeah, he had six RBIs by the sixth inning. Oh, here it is. Oldest players in MLB history to have six-plus RBIs and three hits in a single game. Now, Carlton Fisk at 43 years, 281 days. Barry Bonds at 42 years and 360 days. And Nelson Cruz at At the age of 72. Nelson Cruz in 2023 at 42 years, 282 days. So the third oldest player in history to have six RBI, three-hit game. Is it too late to pick him up on fantasy? Does somebody have him already? Uh I want to react here. I mean, <laughs> as a depth piece, you know, off, off the bench. Is it through for the Padres? Is that an overreaction? I get to watch that game. Seth Lugo? Is Seth Lugo back? Like, is he the guy? Just get away from the Mets and go find some success. Was he Dude, with the Nelson, Mets last? Seth Nelson Lugo. Cruz. Nelson Cruz has 20, 23 points. Ooh. You going to do it? You're not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Um, odds that we see this matchup in the postseason? Likely. Super likely. I think this is the NLCS right here. I really do. Braves will settle in. You know, Sean Murphy hasn't really gotten things going yet. 
I, I think the the Eddie Rosario Eddie Rosario and and Marcel Azuna situation is weird. It's weird. Is Marcelo Zuna even hitting a hundred right now? No, seventy four. Oh, 74. I mean, that's not a great place to be if you're there primarily as a hitter. Am, am it's I? Not what you're, it's not what you're looking for. Am I incorrect with my assessment there? I do agree with you. I do concur. Yeah. Oh, he's and Eddie Rosario. I understand, like, the fan favorite thing, and I understand, like, flashing a pan postseason success, but, like, they're they're gonna need they're gonna need to find some other answers. Those two guys, I I'd, I'd like to think that the Braves need to move on from. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Yeah. On the on the other side of the diamond, though, let's go back to the Padres. Um, before we move on, just wanted to touch, or rather, uh, touch on get your take on this uh, Tatis situation because. As I mentioned to you before we hopped on, it seems like more and more people are talking about this whole rehab suspension situation that we got going on here. What is what is your thought on that? Because I'm of the belief, and I get it, it's a rule. Believe me, people let me know in the comments and otherwise. I'm of the belief that if a guy is suspended... And I understand, I understand we're talking about minor league baseball here with his rehab. Yeah. But I'm of the belief that if you were suspended for major league baseball, that you shouldn't be allowed to rehab and get reps in at the minor league level while you're still suspended. How is that any different? Like, am I really so off base here for thinking that like if if you're suspended why is it that you can then turn around and and get your reps in and be ready to go the second like that's kind of the purpose of a suspension is to set you i mean yeah you you pay your time but a, a consequence of a suspension is to put you back in terms of reps and development for that season but if he's rehabbing what are we really doing then i i don't understand i think i'm on the fence I'm okay with both. It's weird. Like I'm definitely on the fence. All right. Well, then you know where I stand. So flip, go to the other side of the fence for me. Explain to me why, why it makes sense. So you're still not impacting the big league ball club. You know what I mean? Like the the big league ball club is still being punished by by your mistakes. You're still being punished by your mistakes. Um. But that's what I'm saying, though. Is your you're shortening the window of time that you're going to need to get back into the swing of things when you finally get back because you've been playing in professional baseball games. So yeah, yeah. the big league team suffers, but they're not going to suffer as much as if you jumped into a cold turkey. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like it's like someone being in prison and they're going to get let out in a week, but they're applying for jobs the week before. You know, what's wrong with hitting the ground running? You served your time. That's a part of it, right? So I, I see both sides. I definitely see both sides, but I'm, I guess I'm just picking this side just for, for, for why not? So you're not affecting the ball club in any way, the big league ball club. 
in a positive or negative way. And I mean, if you have the resources to get better, that's uh, can't blame Tatis for this. I think it's just a, a little bit of a loophole in the rule. Oh no, he he's but, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Like this is a, like this is yeah. allowed as a part of the legislation surrounding these types of situations. Like he's he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah, but I just I'm like I don't know. And I, I wanted to, I mean, honestly, I want to go on a little bit of a rant about steroids because like it, I don't think people fully understand like everyone. And this isn't targeted at someone specific. It's just the fact that like anytime steroids are talked about, you're like splitting hairs of, Oh, what the steroid does or what all, all steroids are to help recovery. All of them. Whatever it is, is to help recovery. That's the advantage. Yes, it's not HGH, but it still falls under the same category. What does PED stand for? Performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. This is to perform better, quicker. That's what steroids are. HGH was so that... I worked in the fitness industry. I know. I know good friends that have taken steroids. It's about recovery. It's about you feeling better quicker to go back and do something and get stronger. So that's what we saw with Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, guys that could go lift, not feel sore. Their muscles are immediately recovered. And then you go do it again and again and again and again, and you end up getting bigger, right? So that's the HGH side of it. Other steroids are still in that same category to help with recovery. So I don't want to hear the argument of, oh, Tatis did something that it, it was to help from an injury. All of them are. Every single time. All of them are. Everything. What A-Rod did, that whole list, everybody. It was about recovery. To get back quicker. To be just as strong, if not stronger. So I don't need to split hairs about steroids. Tatis broke the rule. He has people in his corner and an entire organization that can help him decide if this is breaking the rule or not. Whether he knowingly did it or not, I don't care. You have too many resources to help you. You didn't use them. You broke the rule. Here's your suspension. But I am a baseball fan, and I do want to see Tatis come back and impact this San Diego Padres team. In a positive way. I want to see what he can do on a baseball field because he is a freak athlete. With or without steroids. We can all respect how good he is at baseball. And I want to see that again. And I'm willing to move past it. When we meet the end of the road. And we have these discussions of whether he moves on to that upper echelon of players that gets into the hall. Different circumstance. But for now. If you learn your lesson. You pay your dues. Did your time. Come back. Be better. Simple as that. I'm not going to hold it over him anymore. Until there's a time to vote. On the next stage. Nelson Cruz got popped with stuff back in the day, didn't he? We all kind of breezed past that. No one worries about that anymore. Just all, time heals yeah. all. So I mean, it's, it's rude to be... 
it's rude to be disrespectful to your elders, especially yeah, when you're a senior citizen like that. I mean, it is. I think that's kind of why people just let it slide. It's fine. So it's uh, it, look, whether he can play or not, I don't know. I, I, I do think the chirp back. I don't know what that pitcher was in the minor league system that that gave up a nuke, and he's like, well, he cheated. So it's like. All right, man. Like, he cheated one time. He's still better than you. He was better than you before he cheated. He's still better now that he's not cheating anymore. Sorry. Tip your cap. No need to throw jabs. You know what I mean? It is what it is at this point. What can we do? Just move on. Let it happen. And hopefully he never does it again. Speaking of throwing jabs, the uh, Jays and Angels yesterday... Closing out the series. Whoa. This I, was did, a, I actually watched that game. I had it on the iPad when I was watching the Masters. This was a classic Tungsten Armo Doyle kind of situation for the, for Shohei Otani, for Mike Trout. You do everything you can. You put well, up 12 runs. I don't know. I don't and know. You, or no, you put up 11 runs and you lose 12 to 11. We all know the bullpen's an issue, but the game ended with Otani at the plate. Well, that's what I was going to get to. I was going to say, yeah, it's almost a classic example of that because Shohei yeah. did come to the plate with the bases loaded. So, yeah, yeah, it's kind of on Shohei this time. But to be fair, he can't do it himself every single time. Yeah, I don't. I genuinely, I find myself watching more and more Angels games, and I think it's just because of the West Coast and like I have the game that you know they're always starting later, so I can just throw it on and have it in the background. I don't know how he gets to that ball that's so down and in. And it's not like this super pulled right field hook around the foul pole home run. He hit it to left center. He's going dude. to left center down and in. I I don't think people understand how hard that is. Do you know how quick your hands have to be to get to that point? Like the way he clears his hips and stays inside the ball is nuts. It's pretty absurd. But yeah, Angels, dude, like, come on. I, I love the little rally. I think they were down four in the in the ninth to go tie it up. And it started with, and that's against Romano. That was against Jordan Romano. Yeah, but you shouldn't even, the whole point is that you shouldn't be in that situation anyway. You were up six nothing in the sixth. Fair. Fair. And then... That was somebody, sloppy. Somebody Walks. correct me if I'm wrong here, but the blue the Blue Jays were tied and and possibly in the lead by the next inning. Yeah, well, Matt Come Chapman on. Matt Chapman hit a grand a slam. Grand slam. Yeah. I think they put up seven in that inning, didn't they? It was either six, possibly seven. But either way, like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear about a rally when you're up six nothing. Yeah, they put up six at in a, home in the top half of the sixth. I don't have any interest in this. Although, <laughs> speaking of rally, did they are have have they settled on a hat now? Yeah, it looks like the samurai samurai helmet because it was. The, I think they were the listening. Warriors they were also listening to the pod. Of course, yeah, the whole organization, trainers and staff included. They started with the Warriors, then they went to the A's hat. I mean, the Angels hat. 
the straw hat. And then now this, is this what we've settled on? Is this a little extra? I'm, I'm kind of about it. Like if this is a thing now, major league baseball, where it's like, they have a cowboy hat last year. Was it the straw hat or was it a cowboy hat? Cowboy hat. Was it a cowboy hat last year? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Yeah. I think it was cowboy hat. I I feel like we're just putting a little too much into this. Because like it it started it started out as like normal stuff. You know what I mean? Like the the Red Sox did the 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 cart, which is like something there. It's like immediately accessible. It's just there and it's fun. It's like do that. The Yankees did I remember when Ronald Torres was uh on the team and he would like go up on someone's shoulders because he's tiny and he would like hold up like the like the big box of of gum or like everything the seeds like the whole tray of stuff and he would act like a cameraman and they would like do an interview like stuff that's immediately accessible i feel like we're getting a little too the jackets yeah you're placing like orders on blue, amazon before dude, the game <laughs> like the blue jays like the the blazer and then no like look these. look i i'm not gonna sound like a boomer here i'm okay with with the samurai thing I'm I think where I'm drawing the line now is the home run chain because I'm pretty sure I've I don't remember who it was but I'm pretty sure I saw another team introduce a home run chain and I'm like yeah that's done that's taken we've worn that out already move on yeah so the samurai is a little different whatever I'm 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 about it yeah I I don't want to sound people like a going. boomer but it's like at what point where are we draw the line like what well, are we... i mean at this point it's safe to say that like home run celebrations are here to stay like and i don't mean it's just fine like, that's cool i don't mean like mannerisms i mean like props and everything yeah. like that that's that's here to stay so yeah. if that's if that's the move if that's the the transition that we've we've accepted now yeah. then like let's get a little more creative uh-huh. with it than just a home run chain it depends i think it depends don't put that helmet on me if we're down by eight don't put that thing on my head. We're getting smacked. I don't want it. You know? It's going to be a close ball game. Fair? You got to pick and choose the timing. I suppose. Yeah. I just miss the days of like... I don't know. You're starting to sound like John Smoltz now, Nate. I do. But like the shaving cream in the face and the post-game interviews or like the... Well, it's still the Gatorade, Gatorade bass. There's nothing I wrong know. with that. I know. Nate's, Nate needs to but take it, a nap. It's he, one of those things where it's like, just like, let's celebrate after the dub. No, nah, I'm all about I'm all about the home run stuff at this point. I've, I've, I've latched on. Because some of the stuff is pretty creative. Like, I'll... Like, I see Shohei walking down the dugout with a, a samurai helmet on. I'm like, okay, I can, I can definitely yeah. get behind this. We're trying to get him to stay. I'm done. Yeah, it's, it's well, like I'm, t- I'm taking this helmet across the street when I'm wearing Dodger blue. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, Angels, just, be better. Stop blowing just, leads. Let's just talk about Shohei with the Angels while he's still here because we we can't just give up on the Angels just like that. This is a big year for us personally. 
Like <laughs> taking a big step forward. We finally came came around on the Angels, so don't let us down. Oh, this is what they get for trading Riso Iglesias for a bag of chips. Like premier closer. What were you doing? Now you have nothing in the back end. Be better. Well, Glacius isn't doing anything for anybody right now. He's on the IL. That's fine. He'll be back. They need answers at the back of that bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Closing the book here before we get out of here. Uh, Did you see that video of the Giants clubhouse? Like club vibe? I did see that. (coughs) Dude, that's... I saw that. All I saw was Conforto walking in. Yeah, that's all I saw. I think that's okay, all anybody sure saw because I don't know if they had access to that. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but yeah. uh, that looks fun. Let's rage after a dub. That's the cool. giant. The, they're in they're in midseason form already with that kind yeah. of vibe after the game. I'm I'm about that. I am about that. And you can laugh, and you can like if you're if you're hearing this, you listen to this, you can laugh at that. But I've said it year after year. See, and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not writing in the Giants into the NLCS, but teams that established, especially early, we're only a, a week and a half into the season. Teams that establish stuff like this, yeah, that like in a weird way incentivizes winning because you're like, yeah. it's it's kind of like a drug where you're like, I want to do that more. Yeah, like I've gotten a taste of that. Yeah, now I want to do that more. And you also play loose, right? Like you it's, play super loose. Yeah. So like, who you if you're fun. playing a ba- if you're on a baseball team and you're playing a major league baseball game, why would you not want to experience that club vibe after each and every game? So yeah, right. you're gonna go out. You're gonna play a little better. You're gonna go play a little more loose. So again, not writing them into the NLCS or the World Series or anything, but just keep an eye out for the Giants if this thing manifests into something a little stronger. Yeah. Um, last note I got here: Rocket City Trash Paint has thrown a seven inning no hitter, gave up seven runs, lost seven to five, but threw a no hitter. Did you watch the clip? No. Oh, it's like a million walks, a bunch of hit by pitches, routine fly balls just getting clanked horrendous what are we doing did you see that guy that hit the hit the cycle and threw a no hitter in d2 baseball yesterday i did not see that dude yeah threw a a no hitter and hit for the cycle nine any no hitter yeah wow same game wild that's cool Tell them about SeatGeek because I got a little nugget that's non-baseball related. It's probably anti-SeatGeek, but we're pro SeatGeek. So did you say SeatGeek? I did. Good job. User promo code three. I take. <laughs> that's our social handle. 20, du- 20 bucks. Not twenty ducks. Twenty bucks. Or Instant- ducks. I think they accept ducks as payment. A dollar each, though. Bro, with the freaking value of the U.S. dollar, we may be paying in ducks yeah. here before we know it. Well, it's a good deal. Get, we're not going to get political. It's a cheap duck. No, 20, 20 ducks is worth way more than 20 bucks. Yeah, I'd dude. probably give you two ducks. How much? Quick tangent here. How much is a duck? I feel like this Google search is going to bring up the images you don't want to see. Yeah. So when it comes Google response, the answer is when it comes to the question of how do baby ducks, how much do baby ducks cost? The answer is six dollars to thirty dollars per duckling. Whoa! Expect to pay twenty four to one hundred and twenty or more 
for your first duckling flock. So all right, so one duck without a head or no legs, maybe one wing, maybe it's wis- missing a wing. That's how much you'll save. So the duck to dollar ratio, we're looking at six to one, and that's that's worst case for the duck. Three ducks, you'll save at least three ducks. Twenty dollars instantly off your first purchase as a first time user. Use our promo code three o take cold hard cash promo code three o take checkout twenty bucks. That's it. My note of this, this I've never heard of this singer before. Maggie Rogers. Do you know who that is? Kind of sounds familiar. What's, um, uh, what's the story? I have no idea about pop culture. But um, she went old school, and she like did this whole post about selling tickets only at the box office to avoid the bots and fees with all the other accounts like Ticketmaster and StubHub and all that stuff. How cool is that? Oh, here we go. Maggie Rogers will sell tickets in person at box office for her new 2023 U.S. tour. In an effort to eliminate bots and lower fees, we're going analog. Come buy a ticket like it's 1965. How about that? Boom. Let's go, dude. Like, give me that across the league. Give me the tangible ticket that I can put in a scrapbook, put in a frame, put on my shelf. Like, give me something to to hang on to. It's it doesn't hit the same, and I've done it before, but it doesn't hit the same when you when you request a ticket. You call the box office like weeks after. I did that with the (laughs) game that uh, the Sox Phillies game that Meredith and I went to back in yeah. That does feel weird. I'm like, yeah, I got the ticket to show for it, but I didn't get this. Like no, the, no, no, like it was like a, a ticket. It was like a, oh. a standard ticket, but it's like I didn't get this that day. It doesn't hit the same. Yeah. No, Can I'm just the, saying more along the lines of like the bots, dude, and the fees of all these places that you go and buy. It's like ticket costs you 65 bucks, and then you go to check out, and it's 318 You're like, oh. So it's not 65 Yeah. Good for Maggie Rogers. Baseball, learn, learn some things. Take That's a, all I got. Take, take a hint. Yeah. That's all I got. Cool. See you guys. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love you all, and as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.